Hey everyone, and welcome back to the So You Had a Baby podcast, episode 40. Today, we are joined by Danielle Melanson, and she received her master's degree in acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine from the Oregon College of Oriental Medicine in Portland, Oregon. She is a member of the American Association of Oriental Medicine. She's board certified. She also holds certifications in Chinese herbal medicine and the ability to prescribe custom Chinese herbal formulas for her patients. Danielle says, with an open heart and a supportive environment, experiences taught me that every person can become more aware of their bodies and find more optimal state of health through traditional Chinese medicine. You guys, she was incredible she has such a passion for what she does and you can hear it come through in just her conversation and she shed so much light on what a licensed acupuncturist really does and i feel like took away some of the fear people would have if you are someone who happens to be afraid of needles per se and wouldn't go for that (laughs) reason yeah i loved how she addressed so many different points um, when it came to acupuncture, no pun intended, um, but so many different things about it that just kind of made you um, open your eyes a little bit more and see it from a expert acupuncturist perspective. And it was very interesting. And I just really, really enjoyed having her on and just giving giving or shedding light on um, acupuncture as a whole and how it's beneficial for prenatal and postpartum women. So that was awesome. Absolutely. Not to mention that it is just beautiful and poetic and you will get to hear what we mean. So stay tuned because you will (laughs) definitely enjoy this episode. Welcome to the So You Had a Baby podcast. We are your hosts, Inkiru and Krista. We'll be sharing empowering stories and topics to inspire women to grow and love themselves more throughout their postpartum journey. Join us each week as we work to change the stigma around postpartum. Okay, well, we are so excited to have Danielle Melanson on as a guest tonight. Um, Danielle, would you mind jumping in and starting by introducing yourself, your profession, and what led you to an interest in working in your field? Sure. Hey, Krista. Hey, Nikki. It's Danielle. Um, Thanks for having me on tonight. Um, I'm a licensed acupuncturist here in Portland, Oregon, and Back in early 2000s, I actually had a very successful career in advertising and I became ill and started going to an acupuncturist. And I went to her every week, week after week for needles. And she made these crazy Chinese form, Chinese herbal formulas that I would take daily. And not only did I get better, um, I changed. And one morning I was out on a run and it was a very clear message that I needed to leave this high stressful career of advertising and go back to school and become an acupuncturist. And I did that. And I have been practicing now for 14 years and I absolutely do. I'm humbled 
to sit in the chair that I sit in, especially now in the days of COVID-19, uh, to be able to help people. Um, and I graduated in um, 07 with uh, a focus on women's health and fertility. So I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Oh, that's so amazing. That is. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, what a, what a career change, but how cool yeah. is it that you decided, hey, this is what I, this is what I kind of, you know, I want to go for uh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think Chinese medicine, you know, it, it definitely, it's a, a, a medicine path where, you know, you're, the medicine chooses you, mm-hmm. you know, like so many of my colleagues, the medicine chooses you. And, and that way we can be better practitioners too. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's important to be, feel led to the career you're in because then your, your passion comes through in your work for sure. Uh, exactly. That's, that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. So just to give a little intro of just what you do in general and for the people that maybe don't know what an acupuncturist is or what all acupuncturists do, could you give us a little rundown? Like what does a licensed acupuncturist do? Sure. So, uh, as a licensed acupuncturist, um, I provide healthcare to the general population, just like any other healthcare professional. Um, in certain states, not in the state of Oregon where I practice, we are uh, in certain states, not in Oregon. We are seen as primary care physicians. Um, acupuncture and Chinese medicine can treat any biomedical disorder. I mean, what we're what the medicine is known for is pain. But, you know, within a day I'm treating, you know, uh, IBS, migraines, fertility, labor induction, uh, neck pain, shoulder pain, you know, I'm a general practitioner at this point in my career. But, you know, anything neurological, physical, or functional disorders, and we do it by doing a differential diagnosis and then doing a needle protocol. And if need, and if indicated, uh, we prescribe uh, either supplements, uh, Chinese herbal medicines, um, diet and lifestyle changes, and things like that. Very cool. That is very cool. And I'm really glad that you kind of went through it all because I feel like most people, when you think of an acupuncturist, you think, oh, it's just needles, but you don't really know the mm-hmm. full scope of what that means yeah. And, yeah. and what you're doing. So mm-hmm. I think that's really enlightening for myself and for a lot of people, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's many tools in my toolbox, you know, the, the needles for one. <laughs> uh, so, so, so that's acu, that's acupuncture and then there's acupressure, right? There's just the touch. Mm. Um, and there are, there are, uh, acupressure seeds that I use, especially in pediatrics, you know, what I treat little kids too. And, and, and actually I, I do, some, I do acupressure, but I, I do, um, uh, sticker puncture. So I'll put a little acupressure <laughs> seed on the acupoint and then I'll put a sticker on top of it. And they have a choice right now in my clinic. I have cats and dogs, <laughs> but sometimes I have robots and all sorts of fairies and all sorts of things. Um, so they leave with little stickers on them. Anyway, so there's acupuncture, acupressure, there's cupping, which a lot of other disciplines do now. There's gua sha, which is very similar to a chiropractic Graston. There's shiatsu. There is also bleeding, a bleeding technique that I'll do for different reasons that's very effective for something like frozen shoulder or arthritis. Um, yeah, many, many, many tools in my toolbox. Oh, my. Amazing. 
That is so amazing. Not to mention the whole herbal pharmacy, you know? Yeah. Yes. That's a very yeah. expansive toolbox. Which is yeah. super powerful. And I think it's highly um, underrated just because a lot of people don't know the power of herbs. Right. 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 I find that to be really interesting that you guys, you guys study that obviously in school, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and actually the herbal medicine is even more powerful than the needles. You know, there's needle mm. protocols, but the herbal protocols are actually bigger than the needle protocols. Yeah. Um, because it's a differential diagnosis, unlike biomedicine where it's one pill for one pill fits mm-hmm. all. Our, ours is differentiated so that it's, you know, it, it, it's the Krista formula. It's the Nikki formula. You know, it's, it's, it's tailored to you. Yeah. That's amazing. Cause I feel like, like you said, I feel like so many times medicine seems so one size fits all a lot of times yeah. where it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, I feel like that Eastern medicine is really different and more personal sometimes. <laughs> Well, yeah. and, and, all, and always looking at the branch and the root, mm-hmm. right? So you, you always want to be treating the root cause of whatever, even if it's a migraine headache. Um, you're, well, you're treating the branch. The, the branch is the symptom, which is the headache. But you want to get at to what is the root cause of this person's headache. And everyone's cause is different. Yeah. You know? Because we're all different. Mm-hmm. And every day is different. So. Yeah. Um, that's another beauty of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what I would like to ask is because the, the audience that we have is very, is, is mom focused, whether you're in that pre or postnatal phase, Mm -hmm. I feel like the first thing most people would think of is acupuncture safe for pre and postnatal women. Absolutely. Yes. Um, (laughs) and, and the one, the wonderful thing is before someone becomes pregnant, before conception, you know, we're getting mom, we're, okay, I'm going to back up. The wonderful thing about Chinese medicine is the uterus is, is called the child's palace. And if the palace is not ready for the prince or the princess, now these are old terms, right? But, um, there's an, if someone's not getting pregnant, we need to figure out why the palace isn't, isn't ready for the prince or princess. So there's really no definition of infertility. There's just imbalance. And what is the imbalance in the palace? And can you restore it? You can restore it so that the prince or princess ar- arrives, which is beautiful. And then that kind of disarms uh, for me when I'm talking to someone, especially if they've been to... Um, an infertility doctor where they've been told this negative statement of you can't get pregnant. You know, they come to me and they're like, Oh, of course you can. Let's figure out why you're not getting pregnant and, and, and restore balance to the child's palace, you know, and the medicine's Mm -hmm. based on Taoism. So it it has a lot to do with nature, nature. So the, the terminology is very different. You know, it's the palace too cold or too hot or too damp or, you know, that's incredible. I think that's such a powerful message for a lot of people or a lot of women. No, that, it, that can be a really hard, it, it, it is hard to swallow any of that, that information to know there's different avenues mm-hmm. that you can go, I think is, is incredible. Yeah. yeah and, and just restore the balance. And the other thing too, we're trying, you know, in restoring the balance for the mom is the other wonderful thing that we learn is when mom hears her heart song, the, the baby will come. So it's also bringing balance to the woman too, 
you know, not just, yeah. just not just the physical uterus, but, you know, what, you know, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually are we bringing back into balance for mom? Mm-hmm. She's, she's made the decision to become a mom, not getting pregnant. So let's get all those three things, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, back into balance. You hear your heart song and the baby will come. That's really beautiful. I mean, not, not to oversimplify it, you know, but in a way, and it's, it's more, it's, again, I said earlier, it's, it's incredibly humbling, incredibly humbling. Yeah. And, and this, and this, what you're explaining, it sounds like it pertains a lot to prenatal, prenatal women, which I think is really amazing. And just how acupuncture could be so beneficial to someone that is pregnant, um, how would you say that is also beneficial for a postpartum? So then in postpartum, so then, so, okay. So, so the prenatal is your, your, all the chi and blood to create this wonderful environment for the baby, for, for a baby to grow. And then postpartum, you have lost all that chi and blood and you're deficient. So how acupuncture can help is it helps n- nourish mom again uh, with her, vit- you know, vit- her nourish her vitality, mm-hmm. and if and and also and also I should say too, um, again that's where formulas come into play. The needle treatments are amazing. Formulas really surpass that because you want to be taking something daily to help nourish uh, all the chi and blood that you lost during the labor and delivery. Um, when mom's, um, milk doesn't let down or they're having trouble breastfeeding, acupuncture is amazing at helping with milk supply, with letdown. There's actually, I told you, I said earlier, I do bleeding. One of the things I'll do if a mom's milk isn't, uh, able to, um, drop is we, I bleed a certain, uh, point on their finger and it's almost immediate, you know, like, boom. You know, it just opens the floodgates. Oh, it's so incredible. And the interesting thing, too, yeah. is that it's on the finger that, ki- it, that is, relates to the small intestine, which all, is all about nutrition, and the heart, right? Hmm. So, yeah. Wow. That was incredible. And, 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 then, and then postpartum, too, there's other things, you know, I've treated, you know, then mastitis, acupuncture is incredible at treating mastitis, which is very painful for women. Um, fatigue, anxiety, depression, any, all those mood swings that we go through after all that, those hormones change within us. Um, and again, formulas come into play there too. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's amazing. Like when you, when you say certain points are related to certain organs in the body mm-hmm. and then it kind of comes it's really interesting hearing you um kind of dissect that a little yeah. bit so that's that's really incredible yeah. no and I think that's going to be the whole thing of this conversation that we're having with you it's <laughs> <laughs> true yeah so with all of the work that you're doing um prenatally and postpartum I know for a lot of women that prenatal piece when you're working with women or doing any needling I feel like one of the things, obviously, we're so concerned in that prenatal, the focus really feels very much off of you and more on the person you're growing. Mm-hmm. And so does how does acupuncture affect the baby 
in womb or does it? It does. So it's called prenatal chi. So you, so not only is a needle talking to mom's chi, your energy, right? Mm -hmm. It's talking to the baby's prenatal chi and there are needles for prenatal chi, um, that, that you can do, you know? Do you ever do that? Is there ever needling on the abdomen? On the abdomen? Mm, Yes, until a certain point, and then it become then it turns into more of a uh, labor induction type of thing for me. How Mm. I I, how I look at it. Interesting. That's so incredible. I'll just I I feel like I'm going to say that a lot during this during this episode, but (laughs) (laughs) but just knowing that Uh I feel like you get to be in such an incredible place. To, to be able to witness and be part of this transformation and this care for women, or for anybody oh, yeah. really, but for especially women in this time to be able to have such an impact and watch these changes oh. happen, it's probably very, oh. as you said, humbling. Yeah, far none. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, I, think, I think it is absolutely fascinating just how you can treat people and not just people, but postpartum women, prenatal women with such a, um, powerful modality. Mm -hmm. It's just very interesting Mm -hmm. hearing you talk about it. And so when it comes to needles, you know, because I think whenever I have mentioned, oh yeah, I'm going to see an acupuncturist. One, I'm pregnant. Two, it's involves needles and people are immediately, they look at me like I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) if they've never looked into acupuncture, right? Right. So for those that are wary of needles, how do you work around that or with that? Or is there alternatives no, no, that's a, in acupuncture? Absolutely. That's a great question. Um, yes. And they will get the, the uh, same benefit, which is what I was saying earlier about the acupressure, right? There's acupressure. So there's seeds that I put on different acupoints. However, there's also... Um, acupuncture, um, tacks. They're, they're microscopic needles that you can't even feel, but they are needles. So you are getting that acupuncture. You're getting the puncture effect. And the puncture effect means the needles going into the fascia, connecting with that neural matrix within the fascia, talking to the, your, your nervous system, talking to the C fibers to send the message to the neurology of, you know, send blood to this area or, with a proper protocol, you know, nourish chi and blood to, you know, calm this, nourish that. Um, so anyone that was, that is afraid of needles, I, I have an, the incredible tool of acupressure, but with these tacks, it's, it's a new, it's a, it's a new day for me with people now. Hmm. Are those are fairly new that the tax, you know what, they're, they're not, but they're, they, I was reminded of them. Um, you know, not, um, a a year ago now or something. Um, like, Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to get more bang for my buck. If I use this microscopic needle rather than the seed, you know? And, and I think maybe some of your listeners, you know, they've had seeds put in their ear because your ear is a microcosm of your, uh, entire body. So imagine one of those seeds. If the listeners know what I'm talking about, um, it's like a little bandaid. That's a little tack that I put on an, an acupoint. Hmm. So is it, is it actually, is it, you, you've mentioned seed a few times. Can you explain, is the seed, what you just said, is it like a bandaid or is that the, is that the point that you're using? No, um, 
when I use an acupressure seed, um, I'm actually using a little uh, black radish seed. And I choose that because it's of the earth. So it's very grounding. So when, when acupuncturists do um, acupressure, we have a choice of doing a little gold ball, a silver ball, or a black radish seed. I choose the seed because it's of the earth and it's very grounding. Um, and then the other modality would be the tack, you know. And do you just set the seed on somebody or is it something you're it lo- it, holding? Um, it's a seed. It looks, it looks to, to the onlooker, it looks like a Band-Aid. Yeah, it's like this little um, beige adhesive that has a black radish seed on it. It's, it's tiny, 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 like a, so a, milli- a millimeter, you know. That is so fascinating. Yeah. And, and, really that, and, fascinating. and that's how I do pediatric acupuncture too with, you know, little kids with the seed, with uh, acupressure seeds. Uh-huh. I've never even heard of that being a thing. So that's really interesting. And I feel like probably really reassuring because there are people out there who I know I've personally met many people who said, oh, I would never get acupuncture. I'm terrified of needles. And to know that there's other options that you can still get the same treatments without the thing that you are maybe terrified of. And the other thing too, and and I offer this to people too, and, and, you know, over all these years, you know, a handful of people have taken me up on it, which is come on in, come talk to me, ask me your question, see who I am so that you're building that trust. I'll poke a needle into myself and say, here's what it looks like. And if you want to try it, let me just put a needle in you and then come back and we'll do it full treatment because it's, it's dispelling the myth, right? Or it's, it's, it's getting over the fear because it's the fear of the unknown. So once the known, the unknown becomes known, and you, you meet someone and there's that trust and that rapport that makes all the difference in the world with anything actually. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, when it comes to needles, people are just anticipating it being like a shot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't want several shots in my body. So (laughs) it's really nice that you give them that intro and then offer like, Hey, come in and I will test it on myself. And then I could test it on you. Right. Um, so that, that's really nice that you offer that. Well, which is the thing too with when ma, like pa- ma, patients I have that are moms that want to bring their children in, r- whether they're 10 and under or a teenager or whatever, they'll come in the room and I'll put a needle in mom because they're like, I don't know why I'm here. I'm like, well, let's do a needle on your mom first. How's that? <laughs> you know, like, and that, dis- that dispels <laughs> everything, right? Like, oh, okay, if she can do it, I can do it. <laughs> right it's it's true or even at a young age being able to bring your kids and one to know that you can do this with kids I think most people didn't know I really didn't oh yeah and what a great way to introduce a different type of uh a different modality a different type of medicine into their life at a young age oh uh, barn, absolutely I mean when I was uh intern when I was doing like my internship residency um with one of my mentors, I'll never forget a newborn came in with mom. She, the newborn, unfortunately had not had a bowel movement for days. So mom brought her into the acupuncturist and, um, my mentor did, um, uh, the protocol that you would do on an, an adult on the abdomen called a diamond treatment. Mom, mom was nursing baby while the acupuncturist was doing the diamond treatment on the abdomen uh, around the umbilicus. And while she was doing just 
needling on the abdomen, baby just started having the biggest bowel movement. Mom started crying. I started crying. It was amazing. <laughs> That's so incredible. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, I'll never forget it. It was amazing. Uh, what a, I, what a I, powerful sure, thing. I mean, that's like that's rare to be that excited about bowel movements, but it's no, like but true. you know, you no, know, when your newborn hasn't gone for days, <laughs> I mean, true. when she when she, yeah, when she came in, I mean, it was like, and I and I, you know, it's Dr. Satya Ambrose. Uh, Dr. Ambrose is amazing, and 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 to be in that room and watch that was like, oh my god, the power, uh, the power of the medicine, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Definitely. So kind of on that same note for the postpartum, well, not the same note, but similar note for a postpartum mom, it is really hard to get out and do things honestly, and that you would normally do. And so can acupuncture be done in the comfort of their own home? Is that something? Yes. Yeah. If you know your practitioner, you can do it at home or? Yep. Good question. Um, I do home visits all the time. And in fact, I do, I do home visits for this population. I will go into a hospital to do labor induction and I will go into Mm -hmm. hospital postpartum too. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is. And again, it's so special, right? To be in, in that, that part of it. And I don't know what your population of um, listeners, but you know, I, I, or not obviously, but obviously I do um, IVF or IUI when uh, people are at that stage of conception too. And I'm, I'm right in the room when that happens. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Wow. That is amazing. Also what amazing care for the mom. I feel like, and you touched on this earlier, but I think that when you were describing some of the prenatal, um, benefits of, of restoring the woman. But I feel like in that postpartum phase, having that care, one that would be willing to show up to you that you can get done in your home. That is, I feel like that's going to be, that's so much more, so much more needed in postpartum as well, wherein you don't feel connected to your body. So have this incredible medicine and care that you can have to rebuild you as well in postpartum, I think is so needed. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely goes a long way when it, the convenience is there for, for someone that is not able to easily get around. So Mm -hmm. that's really great. And again, with a differential diagnosis, the, the needle protocol is different for every woman. And then if they're open to Chinese formulas, supplements, tinctures, you know, you can put something together so that they can take that on the daily, a daily basis too. Mm-hmm. Which is what we, yeah. Yeah. The other thing yeah. that, that can happen or that I do. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is really cool because there's not very many, um, practitioners that can give you resource, tangible resources to use, to continue using at home. You know, there are medications and vitamins and things sure. but to actually have like a tangible, um, uh, like acupuncture thing to take home with you. I don't know the exact words of how to explain it. I'm sorry, but having that, having done that, and it, if it was successful in your session to be able to take that home with you is really right. nice. Right. Right. No. To continue on. Exactly. And again, nourishing 
the mom on the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level, right? Because that's mm-hmm. always, always what the needles and the herbs are doing. Always. Yeah, I think that's important, especially since I, you know, in order for mom to really be present and give the most to the family. I mean, we've talked about this so many times in different, in different ways throughout this podcast on different episodes even, but like in order for you to really be able to show up for your family and for baby, you really have to be able to take care of yourself. And that's not always something that happens. So the fact that you can help with that, Mm -hmm. um, is, is important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like, I'm sure you've interviewed doulas and things like that. I mean, it's, it's the same, only we're, we're providing a different service, you know, Mm -hmm. with acupuncture, with needles and herbs, you know? Exactly. Um, I guess, I guess I, so in my research of acupuncturists, what you guys do Mm -hmm. exactly, what the history of it was, um, I found it to be, first of all, very fascinating, but one thing that came up that I, kept researching like acupuncture and postpartum. Um, one thing that came up was postpartum depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering, I never even connected. I would never even think that that would be even connected, you know, acupuncture for postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety. Is that a thing? Um, and how, and how is it used? How is it helpful with that type of population? Um, yeah, a- acupuncture again. Again, my belief system. Well, what I, how I've learned the medicine is we're we're talking to the body on the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So it's always going to bring the body back into balance. And whether the balance is anxiety, so that it's like ah! you're going to help calm that nervous system, or depression to help nourish the nervous system into knowing that everything is is okay really yeah it's not i guess yeah it's not i mean in my world it's obviously it's known but um i think acupuncture is an incredible tool for uh anxiety and depression whether you're postpartum or you know just on a daily basis you know honest to god um because it it, 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 again that the needles when they go in they're talking to the nervous system and they're helping restore balance and anxiety or I guess, you know, like my analogy about the uterus and the child's palace, uh, the great analogy for anxiety and depression is that in this medicine, the, the mind and the heart are one organ system, okay? And it's called the shen. And when the shen is out of balance, when the mind is wandering, it's not anchored in the heart. So anxiety is your mind wandering. You know, the story in your head is going 90 miles an hour, um, and acupuncture, the needle, the needle protocol can help that mind be anchored back into the heart and the heart is your pure truth, right? Hmm. Your mind also, it's going 90 miles an hour in anxiety, right? Or it's the other side of depression going, you know, in down in deep, a, a deep dive in, in, into all that negativity. It's just a story. Your mind is telling you a story that isn't true, which means it's not anchored. It's still not anchored. So you need to anchor your mind back in your heart, again, getting it back into pure truth. And when it's back in pure truth, you know, all is well. 
It really, honestly, yeah. I love, I love listening to you explain. I just feel like there's something really beautiful about the way Chinese medicine is explained. It's, it's very, it feels very, what feel is very real and tangible and just it, there's there's a lot of beauty well, to no, it. No. Like, like medicine doesn't always sound beautiful but but chinese medicine no does. well again it's based on taoism it's based on the study of nature it's based on looking out at your world and go in in a very simple i mean i don't want to oversimplify it but you know looking at your garden if anyone's a gardener that's listening looking at the garden and seeing where you planted your carrots and they're not you know they're not coming up and you're like what's going on here Oh, I put them in the part of the garden that's too too cold and too shady and too damp. Oh, if I move them out of that area and put them in the drier, lighter, warmer section of the garden, look at them thrive. That's what our body is. Hmm. <laughs> and so that's, the, you know, so that's the analogy of, you know, kind of what I just said about the, the mind and the, the heart. It is just one organ system. I mean, if our culture knew that, if everybody knew that. It'd be a very different society. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, I don't want to, I, I could go off on a tangent right now, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do find it extremely interesting and just how you're explaining it, like Krista said, it just sounds it sounds very um, beautiful, you know, like all of it. And, and, and for someone that doesn't really understand, it kind of helps put it in perspective. So. Absolutely. Um, so I want to kind of jump back in a little bit. You had mentioned before that you can use acupuncture or acupressure. What is the, can you explain what the difference between those are? Uh, so ac- acupressure is just pressure, so touch, and puncture is um, going into the skin. Okay. So it is actually, it's kind of, it, you're using more, it's, it's, as you had mentioned before, it's not always needles, but you can actually use your hands as well. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. In, yep. in replace of yep. that piece of so it. So there's a type of um, uh, Chinese massage called shiatsu. And do you, you're not, are you doing shiatsu as well? Or is that something that you I did study, incorporate? I, I did study shiatsu. I no longer practice it though, but it's great. It's a great form of massage. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to kind of help somebody who's never had an acupuncture um, or gone to get acupuncture, can you kind of break down what someone can expect in an appointment? Sure. Um, so first appointment, so yeah, new patient, first appointment, um, half of the appointment will be talk therapy, meaning, you know, you filled out this extensive um, uh, uh, intake, health, health intake, so I know who you are as you're coming in. And then we sit down and I get to know, there's this half hour of getting to know someone, right? Because everyone's a puzzle. Everyone is a health puzzle. And I explain this to new patients mm-hmm. that just like every puzzle and any puzzle, there are four corners and the four corners of someone's health are nutrition, sleep, movement, and mental, emotional well-being. And then every day the picture of that puzzle changes. So if someone's coming in and with your population, let's say 
uh, let's even just say there's, they're, they're pregnant first trimester and there's breakthrough bleeding. Okay. And they're coming into acupuncture for the first time. And I'm taking into consideration those four corners and I'm getting to know them. Why, why is, you know, why in a weird way of saying this, um, why is the palace door open? Why is there breakthrough bleeding? You know, I need to find out why so that we can stop that from happening, right? Um, so you talk for half an hour, or I talk for half an hour, and I can figure out the puzzle of, okay, maybe they're stressed out or maybe they're anxious or maybe they're not getting the right nutrition. So I will then tell them, because I love the medicine, the, the protocol that I will be doing, which is probably nourishing their chi and blood, uh, nourishing their adrenals for sure, um, and putting in specific points uh, to stop bleeding, which there are points for stop stopping bleeding in this uh, example that I'm giving you. Um, mm-hmm. And that first appointment will be there's 60 to 75 minutes. So it's a lot of talking and getting to know someone to getting for me to understand the health puzzle so that I know what protocol I need to do. And then putting in the needle protocol, they're on my, they're on a, they're, they're on a massage table, which is heated. I have a little heat lamp. There's music on the lights go out. I leave the room and they have needles in for 30 minutes. And within that time, the needles are talking to their nervous system and sending and, and endorphins are go, cascading down into the bloodstream and they get into this very, very relaxed state that I call Aculand. And you do, you go to this altered place. And then after 30 minutes, I come in, needles come out. I say, Hey, how are you doing? And they're like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes when I, I knock before I come in and I'll open the door and I will hear like, you know, like I've woken someone up, which is perfect because if someone falls asleep during that first treatment, for me, that's just such a win because healing, a repair, recovery happens when we're sleeping at night on a cellular level, right? So when I open the door and they've fallen asleep on the first visit, it's wonderful because, you know, they've, they've, they've started their healing process, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is very fascinating. Um, I, I like it. I like the walkthrough and, and, and what you were saying. And it sounds, it sounds similar to what my first appointment was too. And I did fall oh, asleep and it was yeah. very relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's great to just have an idea of going into it. Like, okay, what to expect? What is it like? Because acupuncture for the first time can be scary for some people, especially if they're weary of needles, but um, for someone that wants to try acupuncture and, and knows that there, it's beneficial to them, it is nice to have an expert on to explain what to expect. So, right. Well, awesome I, explanation. I, thank you. <laughs> thank you for explaining that. <laughs> yeah. And the other neat thing, I think, I think because of the, 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 how I got to where I am, I remember my first time. I know where you were at, you know? And there's, and, and I have that whole do on, or I, I have a do unto others approach to the medicine or how I treat people. I remember being scared. I remember going in going like, why, why am I here? I don't even know. Someone said I should come, you know? And, mm-hmm. and that's, a, yeah. that, that is a lot of my population there. You know, 
so-and-so told, you know, my, my mom told me, my boyfriend, my husband, my wife told me to come. And I, and I always make sure that they want to be there. You know, I'm like, well, do you want to be here? <laughs> you know, um, because it is, a, there's a lot of trust that goes back and forth in connection. There's a lot of trust in connection that happens, mm-hmm. I think, or for how I practice. Absolutely. I'm glad that you mentioned as well about falling asleep because I feel like for so many people, they're, they're hesitant to fall asleep or it can be incredibly relaxing, but they will stop themselves from falling asleep because they don't want to insult you or they don't know what it's going to do. So to, to mention what that, mm-hmm. what, what's actually happening when you fall asleep, I think is really important. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Oh, I think it's a huge win. I think when people, fall. and for me too, when I go in for my own treatment, you know, like <clears throat> I, I want to be totally. dri- drifting off to Aculand and fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, after all that you've shared, is there any additional information that you feel is important to share you'd like listeners to know about? I think for the um, your um, population, one of the things um, that I'm surprised that people still uh, don't may not know um, is that not only is acupuncture good for um, helping with conception um, and getting the child's palace or the uterus ready for conceiving a child and getting mom ready for conceiving a child um, and the prenatal chi of the baby during the pregnancy. Um, Acupuncture is incredible for labor induction. And I've come up with this whole protocol. And in the last, I don't know, within the last six months, uh, there's been uh, many women that have, come through the clinic that um, the good news is sometimes when I do labor induction, uh, I I never hear, you know, what happens, but more recently with social media and whatnot, I'm getting texts now like, Oh my God, I have the baby in the next day. So labor (laughs) induction is is amazing. Um, Or, you know, acupuncture can really help with that, especially when for your first baby and you're at, you know, you're at week no, no, no. Four, 30, 39, 40, and you're just like, oh my God, oh my God. Um, or you're a an older mom, which I don't think there is such a thing, but you know, biomed does that. Um, they want to, you know, there's a lot of people that have come through that um, have said, you know, I'm going to be induced on this day. Can you help me? And it's like, yeah, come in here. Let's let's not let's let your body do what it naturally wants to do, and not be induced chemically. Um, and acupuncture has this amazing ability to flip breech babies. And it's with, oh, that's the other tool in my toolbox I didn't mention, which is uh, moxa, which is an herb that we burn on the end of a needle. And when I've had moms that have breech babies, you can begin trying to flip the baby at 37 weeks. And, um, there is a needle. It's it's a it's a point that is on the pinky toe. You put the needle there. You put moxa. You put the herb um, on the end of the needle, and you light it on fire, and it burns. It's very warm. And then I give mom a moxa pole to go home with, and mom and partner will do moxa on this particular acupoint on the pinky toe every night to help flip the baby, and it works. Hmm. 
That's incredible. <laughs> that is amazing, especially for the fact that I'm in that position now. My baby is still breech. And, oh, really? Um, I did. You personally? Yeah. Dude. Yes, girl. I did not know. <laughs> I, know. I know. I know. It's it's actually, it's it's now to the point where it's, when we can talk more after this, but it's more to the point mm. now where I'm lo- I'm slowly. I don't want to, but I'm slowly losing hope because we've done. What, 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 what week are you? I'm thirty. Well, I will be thirty-seven weeks. Okay. This week. So, so do yeah. someone? So do you have a mox? Maybe a better time to do it. Yes. No. I you start. Know. You start at thirty-seven weeks. Do you, Do you have a? Um. Did your person give you a moxa pole? Are you doing moxa every night? No. No. Ah. <laughs> No, I think that there's a, there's pieces of it that you're explaining that was very different than my experience. And so I feel like if I if I maybe have done it the way that you're explaining, it would make a difference. Oh, and totally. Maybe, maybe we'll turn. No, yeah, you got so you need you need I, a poll every night. You and your you and your okay. partner. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, we'll talk more after because I, I, I would love that's so funny that's so funny yeah yeah so you're so keep explaining this because this is hitting home for me and maybe in the future (laughs) for other people (laughs) yeah and and i've had the good fortune too i love working integratively with naturopaths and chiropractors massage therapists um i've worked with this one particular um chiropractor uh that also helps flip babies too so i'll tell you about that uh, outside of this too yeah yeah yes so many oh, amazing yeah. tools i i think it's <laughs> yeah. incredible to know and i i think i'm so glad we had an opportunity to have you on because i think knowing for for so many women i don't know i know i didn't know all the resources that were out there for me to use and i feel like that's the case for so many women that yeah. We are going through this yeah. journey and the tools that we have are so limited. And unfortunately, especially in postpartum, you aren't really given very much at all. And so to know that there are tools to, to one, help you through pregnancy, help you through those roadblocks that feel, or th- those times in pregnancy that feels like roadblocks, but, but also to know that in postpartum, there's, there's tools and there's there's different modalities of medicine that are accessible that can really be game changing that aren't as, um, I, I'll say invasive. They sound invasive because they're needling, but, but they're not as invasive no, as, no. as a chemical no. yeah, that yeah, you yeah, put yeah. in your body no. and to do something more natural. I think I'm so glad that you were able no. to explain what you're doing. And, and I think it's going to be a really wonderful tool for so many women that didn't know it was a tool before. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. And, yeah. Yeah. Needles and the, and the herbs too, especially for, for postpartum women, the herbs are incredible. There's another treatment that I do too, you know, as far as anchoring the Shen or getting your mind back anchored in your heart, what you need at that point in your, in your life, being a new mom, especially first child, new mom is you need that clarity and courage to keep going every day. And I have created a certain protocol that I call the clarity and courage uh, protocol. It's five needles on the crown of your head that opens to the clear yang, the yang energy, because it's, it's yin 
Yang, not Yang. Okay, for everybody out there, it's not Yang. Oh, good to know. Yeah, it's not Yang. <laughs> so opening to, the, opening to the clear Yang, you've got five needles on the crown of your head, bringing that in and then anchoring it on your foot on the outside of your ankle is this incredible point <clears throat> for courage because we can't take any action in our life without courage and clarity. We can't. You can't. Mm-hmm. And as, as a new mom, you're in so much self-doubt. And, and that protocol gets, taps you out of that self-doubt. You, you have everything you need. It lives in your heart. And again, it's anchoring you back in your heart. Oh, but the, the, that's so the, beautiful. The, the, clarity, wow. the clarity and courage treatment protocol that I've created is pretty cool too. So anyway, yeah, it's fun. It's awesome. That's awesome. So where can our listeners find you, Danielle? I think we, w- we like to give our guests an opportunity to share about your, where, share about where to find you and your business, um, your websites, share it all. Okay. So you can find me. I practice at Evolution Healthcare and Fitness, uh, which is here in Portland at uh, 905 Southeast Ankeny Street, Inner Southeast Industrial. My website is my name, daniellemelanson.com. And you can follow me on Instagram, Danielle Melanson Acupuncture. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on and share your profession and your passion. I think more appropriately said (laughs) with us and our listeners, like, as I said before, and we've both said there's, I think this is such an amazing tool that not everybody knows about. And so I'm so excited to have you share, share this with everyone. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm, I, yeah, I love what I do. It's amazing. The medicine's amazing. It really and truly is. And it's poetic. Like, obviously I think I'm trying, I convey that. So yeah. Yes, you do. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Danielle, for being on. We thoroughly enjoyed your expertise and knowledge. And hopefully someone listening is going to find this really helpful too and use it in their prenatal or postpartum um, stage that they're in. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We are absolutely grateful and humbled that you would take the time to tune in today. Please join us each week as we change the stigma around postpartum and help build a community where women can feel supported, loved, and empowered. If you'd like to connect with us, follow us on Instagram at So You Had a Baby Podcast, or you can check out our website at SoYouHadABabyPod.com. And if you want to hear more and be part of this community, please subscribe to our podcast. We'd love for you to join us each week.